Hey everybody, Dave and Jeff. It is January 6, 2021. Anything interesting happen today? Uh, we had a good day at work. Jason Hernandez is the newest member of our team and he's doing a fantastic job. Yay! Good for you, Jason. You're going to remember this day forever. <laughs> well, he probably will because... Look, I mean, I'll say it, Dave, there are people, and we consider ourselves incredibly lucky that the four guys on my team, me, Jason, my buddy Jimmy Hughes, and Padre Insider Connor Yingling. Yeah. But we have been so busy for five weeks, if not longer, that we really don't have time to keep track of what's going on in the outside world. And so literally today... From 8 a.m. until about 11.50, we all were just in our bubble. And we didn't have any idea what was going on. And it was Jason, the newest member of our team, who happened to look at his phone in a break and goes, holy cow, what's going on at the Capitol? And, uh, what time was this? Just curious. Yeah, I, I honestly found out about it about 11.50. Okay. Did you, okay, and I got to ask you, did you expect something to happen today? Well... The, here's the other problem. Okay. So the other problem is because we are insanely busy and we have been since probably November 8th. Like I, I, I'm at work. Then I, on Mondays and Wednesdays, I get out of work. You stop, grab a quick bite to eat. And I come here. Uh, Tuesday and Thursday, I'm with my kids. And when I'm with my kids, we're either listening to Spotify or we got the police scanner on. So, while I obviously was aware that the objections were coming up and, and everything else, um, and I was kind of fascinated by what happened in Georgia last night, watching some of that. But as far as Trump having a rally today in D.C., I had heard about it, but I didn't know enough where you where I would have been like, whoa, that's something to keep an eye on. So when it happened today... Um, I had remember hearing that he was going to have a rally, but I didn't know what, what I hear later. 30,000 people were there, and eventually, I mean, I just literally found out 10 minutes ago that a woman was killed today. I didn't yeah. know that. So, holy cow. What It was so bad, uh, Jim Betancourt couldn't even tell us where the cone zone was. Yeah, that's, that's what how, I heard. He, he was clearly rattled. He called the 163, the 16-3, and, uh, and that's concerning to me. So, he had, he... Couldn't even talk about whether Rick Rude or Pat Patterson was the all-time best Intercontinental Champion. You know, is that? Yeah. Are you happy now, you fucking goons? <laughs> you threw Jimmy right off his game. Jim uh, Betancourt sent me a text saying, uh, man, it's a tough day because I think I'm just going to go home, have a nice glass of tea or a nice cup of tea, and then play Miss Pac-Man for three hours so I can wind down. Can you believe it? going to go home and just go into that Tito Santana chat room. Talk about what those thugs, the Samoans, did to Tito and Ivan Putsky when they were the WWWF Tag Team Champions. <laughs> Never forget, Jim. Never forget. Never forget. So most of my friends on, on Facebook, as I told you before, are Republicans. Okay. Now, as I've said clearly, okay, because, as again, I have a ton of friends that are Republicans, not ones I'm willing to throw away or don't want to throw sure, away. of course not. Because once the election happened at the beginning of November, everybody seemed like they went back to normal. Like my friends, like, okay, okay politics are politics. Sure. You're my friend for a reason. You do great things that I've seen you do and why I respect yeah. you as a person. Sure. And it went felt normal, which is what I've been dying to see for four years. I'll be honest with you, because it's been a crazy four years. Who are we kidding? So all of a sudden I'm seeing 
three weeks ago, I'd say, can't wait till January 6th. And I'm seeing a shitload mm-hmm. of people I know in Florida and a shitload of people I know in Tennessee. January 6th, January 6th. So I'm like, okay, January yeah. 6th, everybody knows something big's going to happen. And I woke up this morning, usually I go downstairs and I flip on uh, Jimmy Kimmel that I missed last night and I'll mm-hmm. watch his monologue and then go on to whatever. Anyway, I ran downstairs, flipped on CNN and Fox News. I always go back and forth. Okay. And I'm watching and I'm going, oh man, this is going to get fucking nuts. Yeah. And then all of a sudden it went to, to me, I thought the craziest thing that was going to happen today was going to be Trump was going to call out Mike Pence. Mm-hmm. And Mike Pence would have to say, I've been a servant to you, a loyal servant for four yeah. years. My wife and I have done nothing. Mother but- and I say that's yes. enough. Exactly right, which is weird as fuck. And he's going to put Mike Pence out basically to pastor of yeah. saying, fuck you, Mike. I don't have friends. You yeah. know, either you step up and do the right thing, which we all know, anyone who knows, Mike really had no control no, he had to fix it. Mike was just going to read the results. That's all yeah. he was supposed to do. The vice president of this country has very little power. Right. And all he was going to do is read the results. He couldn't change anything. He couldn't give the election to Trump. For some reason, Trump felt that way. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. By, let's say, 830, we knew, oh, shit, it happened. Yeah. You know, he turned 830 on Mike, this morning? Yeah, he turned on Mike Pence early. And wow. 8.30 for us, 11.30 back Sure, there. I got you. And he turned on Mike. And I'm like, well, that's the craziest shit that I'm going to see today. Because they went to lunch yesterday. Yes. And Mike must have told him it ain't going. Yeah, it can't. That's what you heard. Exactly what yeah. Jeff just said is exactly what everyone said. I don't have the power. Don't stop believing. Stop playing in the <laughs> diner. <laughs> and everything went black. And then, as we all know, it went batshit crazy. Yeah. And I'm like, holy embarrassingly, and, yeah. I'd say bad. around around ten fifteen our time, everything started going batshit crazy. Yeah, I had no idea. Okay, yeah, and that's why I was curious to know. Did you know what was going to no. happen today? And did you know what was going on today? It's it's as you you and I obviously we've chuckled a little bit, but it, it's one of those things where there's so many people that wrote. I literally cried today. People are writing. Yeah, like you know, we love this country. Everyone we know loves this country. We know so many people that serve. Yeah. This isn't the United States of America, as I said a couple months ago. This isn't the Republican Party that most people that I know sign up for. Fuck no, including me. Yeah, including you. And so so to sit here and watch this train wreck and this embarrassment to have our allies, like places that you're familiar with, Canada yeah. and London and Ireland, go, what the fuck? Yeah. You know, well, say this is embarrassing for the entire world because everybody looks at us as we're the ones that set the standard. Yeah, we've spent hundreds of years encouraging other countries to find a way to democracy. That's the word. And this is embarrassing. Here's the thing that I said to people today. For any of you that are loyal Trump people, uh, what you get out of it? Because I'd ask you this. Do you think he would stop? Do you think Kushner would stop? Do you think Ivanka, you think Junior, you think Eric would stop for a minute to ask you about you your day? Do you think they give a fuck about you? Would they invite you, you over? Would they invite you over? The thing that for Mike Pence that's so funny is that he asked Mike Pence to, quote, do the right thing. You think fucking Mike Pence will ever step foot on the grounds of Mar-a-Lago over the next four? Fuck, you're gone too, dude. Yes. This dipshit Ted Cruz is the guy that Trump was making fun of for wearing mom jeans. He's also the guy that called out Ted Cruz for having an ugly wife and said Ted Cruz's dad was one of the guys that killed killed Kennedy. And Ted Cruz... Bends over backwards. Oh, couldn't wait to do it. Yeah. What a cuckold. Yeah, he is. He's he's just, but I, and I said this, I asked a couple of friends that I go, hey, l- let me just ask you, curious. I don't know the answer. I have an opinion. 
I said, you think Joe Biden would talk to you? I think Joe Biden would talk to you as a, as a parent, as a dad, as an American? Think he'd be interested in your point of view? I tend to think he would. I agree. I said to a friend of mine who's female and very educated and has done well, I go, you think Kamala Harris would talk to you? Be interested in your story as far as being from California and, and being somebody that met challenges as a person of color and uh, your life that you've lived as a mom? I said, I tend to think they would. I don't know. Maybe Mike Pence would spend 10 minutes with you. There's no fucking way that Trump, I just wrote tonight on Twitter, you know what would be cool? is if all the people that stormed the Capitol planned a reunion for the 21st at Mar-a-Lago. Because I bet you'd all be welcomed with fucking open arms. You'd be shot in the fucking head. Yeah, you would. The shit kicked out of and, you. And so, I, Dave, I blame every... I don't even blame so much Trump anymore. I blame every one of you that allowed it to happen. Because you're all fucking enablers. And if any of you are parents, there's no way you would let your kids get away with this shit. No what way. we've watched for four years is a fucking child throw a tantrum, whether it was in uh, Walmart or Target or at the Padre game, and you all just gave him a fucking ice cream. Nobody said, hey, shut the fuck up. Come here, you sack of shit. You all let it happen. So tonight, when you watch and everybody's quiet, oh boy, all of a sudden tonight, we're going to hear from Rand Paul. That little shit's going to yeah. speak up. We need that little fucking yeah. pipsqueak to you tell us now. You see him flip tonight? I just watched that dipshit Lindsey Graham. Yeah. I've heard enough sick things about Lindsey Graham. I can't sleep at night. Lindsey Graham flipped completely. People thought he was drunk, but whatever. No, with that little pervert's telling people, underage guys, I don't know, they're underage. They're under 30. We'll leave it at that. But I, I blame everybody. If you cast a fucking vote for that guy, whether you did in 16 or 20, you let it happen. You let it happen. Anybody in our party, nobody stands up anymore. Nobody. I, I heard a great thing tonight that uh, a guy who, a uh, Republican congressman said, you know, in the 70s when Nixon got out of control, it was the Republicans that went in and said, you got to get the yeah. fuck out of here. Our dude. party doesn't want to be associated with this. You're done. Get, and we didn't do any of that. We fucking sat there and enabled it and cheered for him. And these dipshits like Holly from Missouri and Cruz, that little shit Marco Rubio. Goddamn, dude, where are these guys to, to bring it over? And if you don't, like, you look at what happened in Georgia. Like, I, I, I'm taking Trump out of it, Dave. I look at it from the Republican Party and go, do you understand what happened? Do you understand what has happened in this country since November the 3rd to the party? People have said, fuck you, we're done with it. And none of you stood up to, to save... The GOP. Yeah. It's pretty fucking pathetic, in my opinion. All right, a couple things. One is, you said something really interesting, but as far as what happened in Georgia, I honestly believe the people in Georgia, it would have gone the other way if Trump would have made the transition easy. But because he was an asshole the last basically six weeks, I think people are like, no, we're, well, we're, we're going to be more aggressive and basically try and win these seats. Um, I don't want to dismiss I, I, the I, strength of the voice of Stacey Abrams. Stacey yeah, Abrams has She was been, great, but they were both close. They were both really I, close. I got it. But, but I think there a lot of Republicans went the other way. Yeah, I, I think um, I wonder what would have happened because yeah. I think it goes back to the fact that you had a runoff, right? Yeah. I mean, the, even the fact that it ended up in a runoff. But yeah, what swayed it? Stacey Abrams got a little lot of people to come out to the vote. And I think you're right, Dave. I think there may have been people in the party that just said, bullshit. Yeah. I'm not doing this anymore, man. Yeah. I'm just, 
We're a bunch of fucking goons. We've turned into a party filled with a bunch of... Do you think those assholes today that we watched storm the Capitol, do you want to hang out with any of those no, guys? Are those, those guys. your peers? That's the guys that we want to be... And save this bullshit. I saw all these people because nobody can admit who we are as a party anymore. Oh, that's the Antifa and that's the Democrat. Oh, fuck off. Just say, you know what? We let it fucking happen. God damn it. We let our fucking guard down. We were too busy hoping AJ Preller made a big fucking trade. And we let this shit happen on our watch and we should all be embarrassed. But nobody will do it. We blame everybody but ourselves because we've turned into a bunch of entitled fucking pricks. You said something a second ago that was interesting, but you only said Democrats. Would a guy like Joe Biden care about your day? Would, mm-hmm. you know, obviously Harris care about your day? Honestly, sure. believe there's not a president I can think of where if they had a chance to talk to you, would actually care. And, sure. and even as bad as what Nixon was supposed to be, and he was really before our time yeah. for us to understand what was going on. If you ever saw the movie Nixon, there's a scene in the movie where the, the people who are protesting the Vietnam War are outside the White House. Yeah. And he goes out. To talk to them. Why do? Why are you protesting? Why do you hate me? Like he, he yeah. on his own wanted to ask questions, and yeah. so you go. Even a guy like him, oh, yeah. what, cared. Even a, we know, you know, Reagan cared. We know George Bush cared. Both George, right. both George both. Bushes were supposed to be good dudes. Mitt Romney, yeah. I, I think is the guy, right? Spend time in the yeah. White. Yeah. Whether Ro- they're going to do anything or not, they would listen. No, but, but I think yeah. they'd still be interested in having a conversation you with be. you. You got to vote. You should be. But they're all people that represented the party that I signed up for, that if you look at it, you go, yeah, you know what? I don't necessarily... It, it, the perfect example, Dave, is John McCain. Uh, we fucking let John McCain be disgraced yeah. as a party. And and nobody said, okay, that's it. That's where you fucking cross the line, asshole, right? <laughs> I was called nine different names. But sir, No, you're right. That that's one- the guy. There's so many things that have happened where I go... You called John McCain a loser. You called him a loser, and you called people in the military losers and suckers. Yeah. And it still wasn't enough to have people back down. Yeah. Where John McCain famously, in the early town hall meeting, where the woman wanted to call Barack Obama a Muslim, and Senator McCain shut that down. and said, hang on, hang on. Completely different point yeah. of views. And it might have cost him the election, that move. I don't know. I tell you what, I thought, I go, dude, that's my guy. That's the guy. Because he said, I completely disagree with him politically, but he's a good man. Yes. He's a good man, a good family man. You it's go, a great clip. That's who we are. Yes. That's my, but to me, Dave, I think a lot of people looked at and go, holy fuck. He's soft. No. I, I know. I think there are people in the Republican Party were upset because the propaganda was working. I think it was a different party back then. Oh, it was a different party. Yeah. It was a different party. Uh, I, I, I think it was a different party where you go, yeah, that that guy's a fucking it's, leader. It's and, not the party anyone I know who is a Republican no. could take the last 10 years out to go go all the way back to, um, uh, what's her face, and Sarah Palin, who was was, was a disaster. Huh. And McCain, I was a huge fan of, always a fan of McCain. Yeah. And Palin was a horrible choice, but her and her goddamn tea party and all the crazy yeah. bullshit, I think that's when things started going batshit crazy. I wonder when he knew. When McCain knew? I think uh-huh. as soon as she opened her fucking mouth and said when she's doing dishes, she looks out the window and can see Russia. Russia. I think that's when he went, fuck me. God damn it. <laughs> he just punched the stove. He just fucking went, are you shitting me, Dude, Megan? I talked to uh, Cindy, Meryl. God damn, Meryl knew him. 
Our, our friend uh, Chris Merrill yeah. has said, as good a dude, he goes, off the wall. Yeah. Cool, like, off the charts, yeah. not off the wall. Off the charts, just yeah. fucking cool guy. I tell you, I thought that the story is so cool to me that, uh, and again, I voted both ways, is the fact that Biden and McCain were best friends. Yeah. I thought that was, it's a, it's a great story. Yeah. It's a great story how, yeah, they, they had a job to do and they disagreed on a lot, but it was, it was politics as far as moving forward the best it could possibly be. I just, uh, I, I just, for tonight, just trying to play catch up and I just go, who the fuck are we, who man? Who the fuck are we? Yeah. So here we go. As far as a uh, storm in the Capitol, it's only happened twice in American history. Happened in the war of 1812 and happened today. Leisure Fryer was there at the yeah, first one. He was. Leisure Fryer was there at the first one. He was dude, 32. the funniest guy, and I don't know this dude at all. I just laughed my ass off. When everything broke down today on Twitter, and again, I'm not I'm not kicking this dude in the balls. It just goddamn made me laugh out loud. So what happens, right? We all go to our phone. We grab our phone to see what's going on. So I go to Twitter and uh there's clips of Major Garrett, right? Yeah. All the guys we follow at Channel 8 have video clips of Major Garrett. And he's like, this is unbelievable. And you're looking at all these maniacs on the Capitol. You're seeing that lady's, or that guy sitting in Pelosi's office. And then uh, fucking James Clark from EVT, the East Village Times, right? He's the next guy on my Twitter. Hey, what's the next move AJ Preller should make? He go, God damn it, James. Not today. <laughs> Did you snap back at him? Oh, I don't know him at all, but it struck me so funny because there were 20 straight things of just like, we're burning, we're done, yeah. we're a third world country. Hey, everybody, if you're A.J. Preller, what's our next move? And then 20 more <laughs> below you. No, I got a huge kick out of it. I love my ass up. You know what I was doing today? I was following a bunch of people on Twitter, people who, you know, obviously get paid to say, no matter what said from the right side, to go, yes, sir, you know? Yeah. So I'm looking at that uh, that Tommy Laren, and I'm looking at Laura oh. Ingram, you know, oh, God, and who right. are who, you know, a lot of people go, what the fuck? But I'm curious to know this Who's is that the other shit's hitting maniac, the fan. The other blonde lady that was on the roast, they did the roast. Oh, I, I they just don't. Oh, want... um, fuck! I know you're talking. about. Oh, Ann Coulter. That's right. Ann Coulter's batshit crazy too. And I started reading, and obviously everybody's against the violence. That's the side they're taking. But there's always, once they make the statement about the violence, then there's a but. Mm. And I was thinking about the Belichick-Saban thing, where yeah. Saban says, I'm a big and and but guy. And always means something good, but yeah. means ignore everything that was just said. Yeah. And and that every one of them did the same fucking thing. Clay wow. Travis, all those guys. Clay Travis. They sit there and write something, and then there's a but. And then Clay Travis is out today selling all these t-shirts on defund the media. I'm like, okay, well, our tax dollars aren't going to those guys, so yeah, I got you. But no, when you not. saw those people run past the police today, I was like, aren't these the same people that were saying defund the police? Yeah. And you're going, and yet you're punching guys in the face, and the, those guys aren't in the best of shape. They're just pulling out mace and spraying you in the face, trying to protect themselves. Then it got crazy, Jeff. You had police officers opening the barricades, letting them in. I saw them taking selfies. And then taking selfies. God damn it. Guys who were wearing shirts that said Camp Auschwitz, they're taking selfies with. You're like, what the fuck? Yeah. I saw Murder the Media was spray painted yeah. on the wall. Uh, it was nuts. That What I did, and this is just because I'm twisted as fuck. So I, I go out. We just we just kind of, I just told the guys on my team, I'm like, look, just go to lunch. Man, clear your fucking head. It's kind of crazy. Come back. We'll see everybody in an hour. So I go out, and as fucked up as I am, I'm like, 
please, please, if there is any kind of kindred spirit that we all have, please let John Kintero be commenting <laughs> on this situation. Please, let him be the voice of reason. There was none of that shit. No way. Hey, I tell you what, you look at this rotation. You're like, what? Dude, he was. He did uh he did the top tens of where Buster only had every padre. What the hell was he talking about when I called you and you had him on? I called you, I'm like, Are you listening to this yeah. fucking knucklehead? Yeah. Like, I got him on. Yeah. He's sitting there going, Manny Machado's the third best uh third baseman? Are you kidding me? And then I'm like, Holy <laughs> fuck, dude. John, John and uh, Brandon, oh, they're just yeah. sitting there like the fucking Simon and Garfunkel on the Titanic. That's, yeah, I was thinking about the guys playing the violins. Yeah, yeah, those two fucking knuckleheads are singing Mother and Child Reunion, <laughs> and we're all in a fucking panic. <laughs> I was like, God damn it. It would have been great, though, to hear him talk politics. You know what happened. Whoever oh runs that place, I don't know who runs it. Bowlinger, is he still there? No, he's not there. Is he gone? He's not there. All right, I got a question for you. Uh-huh. Again, as a guy who's a registered Republican, does it make sense with two weeks to go? All right, yeah. in two weeks, Biden's supposed to be sworn in. Does it make sense for the Republican Party to say, get the fuck out? Yeah, and just, 100%. And it gives you the best chance, right, of recovering your party for the future. Well, I think what happened today is uh, people were saying, you know, uh, friends I was talking to is, hey, remember a couple of months ago when your fucking party was going to kidnap the governor of Michigan? They're like, oh, yeah, I remember that. That was a, another great day for us. Yeah, what happened there? I go, what happened was the guys that are sitting in that cabinet didn't get the shit scared out of them like they did today Yeah, when all those fucking hillbillies come running in. And they all come running in. Yeah, fuck Spring Valley. We can't rip Spring Valley. Goddamn. <laughs> Spring Valley looked like fucking Pebble Beach next to that shit today. And what happened was they all got scared. What what cracks me up, Dave, about all these guys, like this little fucking idiot Holly and the rest of them, they better start thinking about their political exactly future. Exactly right. That's what I would be doing. Yeah. What do you think? Fucking uh, Trump's going to be out campaigning for you on the bus? None of that shit's going to happen. So if I'm Pence right now, if I'm Pence, I do the old-fashioned NWO heel turn. And I, I invoke the 25th Amendment because the one thing that you have to look at is what happened today. Does anybody really genuinely believe that's as far as it goes? I have no idea. I don't know if, if that's it or if it gets worse tomorrow or I mean, shit, Trump didn't do anything to calm it down. Dude, he didn't. Do, he incited it. I mean, come no, on. No, but I'm saying this afternoon yeah, when he comes out with this video. And then he got kicked off of Twitter for the next 12 hours. Oh, look at those yeah. guys. He's been he's been removed from Twitter. Oh, shit. And so, but for him, that has to drive him nuts because you know he's watching everything that's said about him tonight. Yeah. It has to drive him crazy that his hands are 12 hours, kick him off for 12 years. Yes. No shit. He just makes a burner account. <laughs> Starts commenting on like gulls and then uh, can't believe the gulls have to play in Irvine. This election was rigged. Oh, my God, dude. I'm sitting there watching the, uh, early this morning, and Eric yeah. Trump's talking at this rally. How about that guy? Dude, so his wife gets up there, and it's like, hey, I got news for you. 3,000 people are dying every day. Yeah. Hey, can we uh, get everybody's attention and sing happy birthday to my husband? I'm like, are you fucking serious right now? God damn. I'm like, really? That's what we're doing? You're, gonna, every, you're concerned about singing happy birthday, yet all of a sudden, you have 3,000 people dying every day. 
in I this got country. It, but birthdays only happen once a year. That's insane. God, fuck. It was the craziest thing. Yeah. It's I, the craziest I, thing. This guy, honestly, man, has done fucking nothing since he lost this election. Nothing. Except, except trying to keep himself in office. Not yeah. one time has he addressed all these people who are dying. Ah, uh, man. Yeah, so, they said the, the report that I saw today, and again, you know, there is a part of me that wonders what we do see. Um, like, right, when if, if I continue to come out and tell you you suck every day, yeah. I don't know. I mean, I, I, I don't know yes or no. I don't I, I don't know how easy it is for the Washington Post to stay down the middle of the New York Times, right? I mean, if you watch CNN or you watch MSNBC, there's obviously they clearly lean to the left. Fox News Channel tonight, that asshole, Tucker Carlson, that fucking little nitwit, he's another fucking moron. But they're they're they know their audience. So yeah. you go, okay. But I saw a thing today that said that that Trump was ready to just let that thing go all day. And yeah. that finally people in the administration had to step in. You got to do, do the right thing. Yeah. And get the National Guard in. Yeah. I mean, from listening to his speech, he sure didn't seem that impassioned to get it to calm down. You know, I kept thinking about that lady in La Mesa that was shot with the rubber bullet. Oh, my God. You know? Rubber bullet. The thing looked like it looked like she took a fucking blow dart between the eyes. Toof, toof, toof. Down, Nana. Toof, toof. Black Lives Matter. Hey, watch it. You're getting too close to play it against sports. Toof, toof. If, she, if she's sitting there watching that today, yeah. isn't she waiting for the rubber bullets? Go, wait a second. Where are the rubber bullets? What's happening? Yeah. She's just sitting there saying, well, I used to be able to put my entire thumb all the way back to my skull. But thank God it was only a rubber bullet because now I can only... I was like, that's a rubber bullet? She's smoking a cigarette out of her forehead. She's like that old PSA ad we used to play. I smoked for 89 years and my friend said, Helen? You and I were like, what? <laughs> God damn. I'm not going to say much about this because times are tough. I would just say... I would like to keep that woman away from Mike Costa, and I'll leave it at that. <laughs> Mike's not called the not whole kid for anything, and I'm going to leave it at that, Dave, because we're a show full of class. By the way, I want to say no class at all tonight. Mr. Glenn Geffner. Okay, what do you do? Uh, for whatever reason, and I've stated this in the past, uh, the Facebook app on my phone doesn't give birthday yeah. updates. If you go online... I've had problems with it, too. I understand what you're saying. Go ahead. So I have missed a couple of people recently where they said, hey, thank you very much for all the birthday wishes. And 99% of them I ignore. Even though I'm friends with you, I'm like, hey. <laughs> but today, voice of the Marlins. Yeah. I think it was yesterday was his birthday. Shut your mouth. I'm yeah. telling a story. Okay, go ahead. It was today... The voice of the Marlins, Glenn Geffner, said thank you to everybody for the birthday wishes. It was sure nice of you to reach out. Well, sadly, I had missed that yesterday. Yes. So I said, hey, Geff, happy birthday. And he writes, you know what? You're too late. Did he write that? Yeah. Oh, that's great. Dude, He yesterday I look at my phone and it says, Glenn Geffner is now following you on Twitter. I'm like, what the fuck? He, I know. He just started following me too. I'm like, dude, what have you been doing? Besides Don Mattingly, Jeff and yeah. I should be next. Yeah. God damn, who else is there? Juan Pierre. Taking Juan his Pierre. timeline. <laughs> Juan Pierre. It's a fucking guy. Yeah, 
Josh Lewin because he went to Northwestern. <laughs> Pat Fitzgerald. That was heartbreaking. Yeah. It's really disappointing. I'm going to go through and look at all the people and go, this guy was in before us? <laughs> Who was in? Bobby Bonilla, Luis Castillo. Yeah. Castillo. Probably uh, Al Keck, former sports guy here who's been in Miami for 40 years. Rest is Estrada. I swear to God, if he followed Saw before us, there's going to be trouble. Think he's following Saw? That son of a bitch. If he is, I'm fucking blocking. I won't block him. But yeah, all kind. That's so true. Yeah, that was heartbreaking. Okay, oh, Jesus. Jack I, I McKeon thought, wouldn't do that. I thought we were tight. What the fuck does happen? I know. I almost named like nine different Marlins announcers, but the problem is, other than Geff and Dave Van Horn, every other Marlins announcer he probably follows Rich Walls. He'll be the only guy to get that joke. Uh, <laughs> Every other Marlins announcer was like 98 years old, and I don't want to say their name for fear that they might have passed no away. Shit. But no yeah, shit. he's probably following Rich Waltz. <laughs> I'll leave it at that. Glenn knows that. But yeah, tried to wish him a happy birthday today. And then he goes, listen to what the audacity Geffner has to say to You're me today. He patronizes me. goes, hey, sorry. I've been running behind on uh, podcasts. I haven't heard any for a long time. Well, but I'm not working right now. What the fuck? But then he goes, I enjoyed the one with Julie and Katie. Then you're caught up almost. You're caught up. Don't patronize me, Glenn. Please. Country's at war. I have a question for you. Yeah, I got, I got two things I got to bring up for you. Go ahead. Is Alan Horton traveling or are they in the worst slump ever because he's not on the road with them? I don't think he's traveling. I'd be shocked if he's traveling. The Lakers don't travel. Are right? you sure? Yeah, I think Michael Thompson and uh, McDonald do everything from L.A. Except for when the Planet Staples, they're in the in the arena. But okay. I think all yeah. the other games, they're on TV. You're a real fan. It's Bill McDonald and Stu Lance and Michael Thompson and, and John, John Ireland. Ireland. Yeah, what I You say? just said McDonald and Thompson. Oh, Jesus. Sorry. It's like saying Orsillo and Ag no. Agler. Yeah, sorry. Big fan. Yeah. I don't know. Like I, I wonder if those guys are traveling. Yeah, Bill McDonald, who is a really nice guy, unfortunately, because I met him last year when I was working. He's Horton, incredibly nice, and I hated him. I was rooted against him. I couldn't stand his guts. I, I thought he was not very good. I always thought it was bullshit that he got the Kobe Bryant eighty-one point game. You know, because oh, he was yeah. filling in. You want Paul Sunderland? And so, no, I didn't want Paul. I wanted the guy. What's the fucking guy does the Pelicans games now? He's fucking great. Joel um, Myers. Joel Myers. They was, hated him. Wait, was yeah, Joel Myers. Yeah, he, he was awesome. He's good. Bill McDonald watches a game the way you and I would watch a game. He sits there and goes, is that goaltending? Is that a foul? And then every time, <laughs> Stu has to correct him. Well, don't fucking say a word until fucking they, they make the call then if you don't know. I think that's goaltending. Well, that wasn't goaltending. Are they challenging? <laughs> and I'm just like, fuck, dude, what are you doing? And he I wears, gotta watch. I've never seen yeah, that. every time. And he wears that same stupid black suit every God, fucking game. God, you son of a bitch. He's not Dave Scott. No, Did I say that? He does. He looks like Dave Scott. Take it to the dry cleaners one time so it looks like it fits your body normally. God damn. Can we please get Dave Scott a deal at Men's Fashion Depot? <laughs> Is Dave Scott still on there? K-U-S-I? Yeah. Backwards, it spells I suck. Uh... <laughs> Yeah, he's there with his black suit in his fucking world of wonder. When La Mesa was burning down <laughs> and uh, I suck was having Dave tell us about the history of NASA and didn't even have the balls to show Buzz Aldrin punching the shit out of that guy at the Lux Hotel in Beverly Hills when that guy said, hey, Buzz, were you on a soundstage? Show that, Dave. Come on. 
have the balls to show what we want to see down here. We can handle it. That's the greatest clip ever. Dude, he's done that world of wonder for years. I don't know how he does it in a city like San Diego. Like, how do you do it for years? Let's play right now, even though we have no idea. How old is Dave Scott and how much is he worth? <laughs> Dude, this is sad. I'm going to go Dave. Go ahead. What do you go think? ahead. I'll let you guess first. I'm going to go Dave Scott is 60 years old. Well, I was going to say 58. Okay. So we'll split it. Call him okay. 59. Uh, I know him th- and Dave Sniff are friends. That's why I was saying. I was trying to think how old Dave Sniff is. I'm going to tell you this too. Dave Sniff told us at KFMB, Dave Scott had nice things to say about this show. Oh, that's nice. So how much is he worth? I think he's in debt about $22,000. And I don't think there's any way out. I think Dan Williams hangs up on him. That's my my guess. What do you think? I mean, Christ's sakes, he's on once a week doing fucking World of Wonder. How much do you think he's making? And he fucking can't stop playing golf. Let's focus. <laughs> What do you think? What do you think he's worth? Oh, my God. Is that wrong? Hey, Dave Scott's a good dude. I guess he likes the show, but, dude, I don't think things are going well. Oh, my God. <laughs> All right. I'm bad to you, what, what do you think? I'm bad to you, Dad. At 22000 And that might be a fucking a stretch. What happened? Does he have a gambling no, I don't think it's a gambling problem. I don't think KUSI puts him on the schedule enough. Oh, God. How does he eat? Dude, I don't even know, man. That guy, all oh I know, God. has a hot plate plugged into the fucking ashtray, and he's eating ravioli <laughs> out of a can. I have no idea what the fuck he's doing. Oh, my God. But I he barely like, works. And he wears the same suit that hasn't been dry cleaned in five years. Don't they have a goddamn pension over there? No way. <laughs> Not KUSI, dude. Jesus. God damn. I was expecting you to say he's worth nine grand. I didn't expect you to say he's worth 22. I feel so sad. <laughs> yeah, well, it is sad. We got that Jake's Projects money. That might yeah. have to become <laughs> Dave Scott's project. God Kidding. damn it. We'll build, a, we'll build a baseball that. field and we'll, we'll have a creative room. You Fuck can say that. the storage closet. We're going to pay his fucking Discover bill. <laughs> it's a diner's club card. It's fucking like going crazy. <laughs> We're going to get him some groceries? <laughs> Shit. I'm sorry I asked. I was hoping he'd say he's worth, you know, I think Dave's been smart with his money. I'm going to say he's worth, uh, let's say he's got uh, 200000 in his retirement. You're out of your fucking mind, dude. You're out of your fucking mind. You have 200000 in your retirement? I guarantee you're doing a lot better than he is. Bullshit. No way. Oh, f- All right, let's play one more guy at KUSI. Okay, go ahead. I love this game. Let's just go through the KUSI lineup. Uh, Jason Ostell. Oh, that's a good one, too. How old do I think Jason? I think Jason's about 52. Yeah, I'm going to say he's 55. Okay. How much is he worth? Oh, fuck. Um, maybe $18,000. <laughs> yeah, dude, I don't know, man. He fucking worked at, at uh, Fox 6 and then was let go. He was at Channel 8 with the greatest yeah. clip ever when that guy crashed. Yeah. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. The guy that was on a police chase and he got off the five, went west on Vista Way, and right there at the gas station, the guy just drove right into the pole, and everybody in San Diego's like, yay! (laughs) And I still, no, oh, no, oh, no. We're like, what? Whose side are you on, dude? Back to badge. Jim Betancourt knows what I mean. (laughs) What do you think he's worth? What did you say, 18,000? 18,000. And I hope so. And I like it. Ostell's a fucking good dude. Yeah, he's a, a good guy, doesn't mean. So is Dave Scott, I guess. 
Oh, I've, know, heard I've, never, he's a great I've never guy. heard bad things about David well, Scott. I know, but you just really fucking were offensive in your assessment. I'm going to say Jason Ostell uh, is living comfortably. He's enjoying it, but he still does. Uh, he likes bringing news to people. I'm going to say he's, uh, with investments and everything else, I believe he's probably a homeowner. I'm going to say 600000 Jesus Christ. Man, you're nice. No fucking way. No way. No way. All he's right. Like, he's got to have equity in his house. You think sure he has a house? Uh, still? Yeah. I, okay, here's the crazy thing about Jason. And again, I like Jason. We've known him fucking 20, at least 20-something yeah. years. Number one, he had a cool fucking dog. All right? Oh, Remember? Chopper? Yeah, he had no. a great dog. Yeah, it was Chopper. Yeah. He had a great dog, and his haircut was different. And I'm like, I cannot figure out this fucking guy's hair. Every time yeah. I see him on the weekend, I'm like, something's just weird. Like, he looks weird with that hair. He, uh, man, when he was the helicopter guy. Yeah, he was awesome. He took my dad up to around San Diego. He's Dude. super cool. He, yeah, he's a, he's a, there's a lot of fucking dipshits. In yeah, this no, town. he's a good dude. Um, uh, and me saying he doesn't have a lot of money is not a, on him. It's the people he's worked for is what I was pointing at. Yeah. I feel like you're backtracking. No, I'm just saying we know where he works. We know K- KUSI pays the least amount. Yeah. It's not even close. Uh, but I like those guys. I'm kind of bummed we didn't know Dave Scott over the years. Yeah. I mean, Sniff used to say great things about him all the time. He seems like a dude, right? Yeah. Where you go, fuck, that dude probably drink a yeah. few beers. Yeah. Had to deal with John Coleman. Yeah. Remember he had to go yeah. riding shotgun yeah. to that shithead? Yeah, that's true. Hey, we get it. You invented the Weather Channel. It, see, I haven't, when's the last time you actually watched KUSI? Uh, when was Skip Baldwin there? <laughs> no, I... Um, I see them on the weekend, and they had the thing about KUSI. Yeah, they have some guys that are so incredibly uncomfortable reading that prompter. Yep, they all look like Albert Brooks in broadcast news. <laughs> Good evening, and welcome to KUSI News at ten. I'm Tyler Turner, and here's what's going on. <laughs> um, I like Soderman. But yeah, he got let gone. go. Great no, guy. No, I know. But I sent him a message, and he was really nice. He's a great guy. Bosch. You know, Paul yeah. Rudy we've known for a long time. Paul's, Paul's a, a fucking dude. great dude. Do you think they actually paid Paul good money once he started hosting? I don't know. Like, I, I don't know any of that. Um, Elizabeth Alvarez is real cool. Allie Wagner was our intern. Yeah. Ostel's been a friend for a long time, but I really don't I don't know anybody else. I Dave, I really don't. I don't see a lot of KUSI. Okay. But so I here, also here don't your see we- channel ten or thirty nine. Here are your weather people at KUSI. I just pulled it up. Okay, you got Mark Mathis. Dude, that guy's funny as fuck. Okay, never met him before. He's that zany weather guy from Texas. I think he used to be on channel six, right? Or was he there at KUSI? I think he's been at KU. I think he was the guy that replaced John Coleman right away. But I think he was here before, went away really? and came back. Yeah. Okay. So you got Mark Mathis. You got okay. Franchella Perez. I don't know who that is. Yes, you do. All right. So she's good looking. Is All she right. the one that we used to watch when we were there in Ernie? I know what you said about her. I don't I'll like I'll say her. it right now. I'm not going to hide. So Franchella Perez, Dave Scott's the third. Franchella is, looks like, I don't know how tall she is. I'm going to say 5'1". Good looking girl, but her head looks too big for her body. Like she looks like she's going to fall over because her oh. head looks too big. But she's pretty, but just she's built weird. I remember, I remember we could rarely get the show done because we would have all the morning news on. And man, we uh, did. Uh, was it, where was Lopez at? At she was at KUSI. 
Holy cow. Yeah, she was there. And then we had, uh, what's her face, uh, Chrissy Russo. Right. Yeah, we only had the TV set for the weather girls. Oh, it was great. And we none did. of us, at the end of the day, we watched 19 different weather casts. We couldn't tell you one fucking thing about the weather. <laughs> That's the way most guys My are. My buddies say all the time, we go to the fights and the ring card girl walks around and she finishes, you watch every step she takes, and you're like, what fucking round is Yeah, it? right? What round are we? <laughs> I don't know, two? Here, okay, so here's the crazy one at KUSI. It's okay. Lauren Finney. Lauren oh, yeah. Finney is really nice, really good looking, Okay. okay. She's like Marilyn on the fucking monsters. Like she's like too good looking for the station. How, how'd that work? She doesn't belong. She doesn't. Somebody in San Diego set Lauren free, please. Someone free else Lauren. hire her. Free Lauren. Um, do you, do you ever watch the monsters when you were a kid? Yeah, remember, of course. Remember the monsters always thought she was hideous. <laughs> they always felt bad for her. grandpa. <laughs> um, yeah. Fuck, I, I guess I haven't watched it since... When When did Carlos Amesqua leave? Oh, fuck, dude. Probably about three years ago. Yeah. Yeah. It's about the last time. But I'm... I'm yeah. I get up at 6.15, 6.30, and I'm out the door. So I, I don't really see any of that. I don't see... Like, the last guys I remember on Channel 8 were Dan Cohen and Nichelle. And so, I know... But that dude, Eric's really good dude. He follows us on Twitter. Yeah. Oh, nice yeah. guy. So I'm on their website right now, okay? Okay. And the things they're promoting in the sports department. Kaplan's been a guest with Rudy, okay? Yep. And Hacksaw was just on with Allie Wagner. What the fuck? <laughs> what's, what's that guy doing, Bubba? Uh, no, I don't. Yeah, I don't. Dave, I don't see anything. I see uh, Chiquetto. Yeah. Barbara Lee. And I see Kathleen. Yeah. I'm with you. That's where I'm at. Yeah. Chiquetto, by the way, is a great follow on uh, on Twitter. He's awesome. And I'm, he uh, today he goes, I don't like to block people, but today I'm blocking people. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, the the thing that we all, I think any of us that know Carlo, like he's just genuinely a very, very nice person. And he's kind of like that guy that infiltrated the gang, right? Because yeah. he loves sports talk. But any of us that do this, and I, I bring Darren into this group too, because I know Darren's friends with Carlo. Darren's a complete fucking smart ass too. Yeah. We all are. So whether it's me, Dave, Costa, Darren, I'm, uh, Woods knows Carlo, I think, to a certain extent. Ben, obviously, and Coach, those fucking guys are, don't say anything. Uh, they're picking up, you know, skunks off the side of the road and giving them a proper burial. But, <laughs> but like, it's just funny because. Yeah, for Carlo to get upset, Carlo by far out of all of us, none of us have gotten into political things. But man, goddamn Carlo and Kathleen, yeah, they they, they hang go, it out there. I like it. They, I do too. Good on them. I just, yeah. to me, I just feel like you are who you are. But but today kind of made it get to a point where you just go, holy shit, is anybody going to do anything or no? Yeah, you know the game we we played obviously with KUSI, and the rumor is they just don't pay like the other ones. Like we played the yeah. same game with KFMB. It's weird for you to say since they haven't changed their set in forty years. Yeah, you no would shit, think, right? With the money they oh throw God. around, you are, you are you are kidding. So, but yeah, KFMB Channel Ten Thirty Nine. We're all going. Okay, they're worth this much. You know, it's, it's a lot. Not going to stick around for Fuck that no. shit. She's a goddamn icon. Hundred <laughs> percent right. There was someone put on Twitter today. I thought it was an interesting question, or maybe it was yesterday. The question was: Name the first major event in San Diego 
that you can think of that you lived here when it happened? Oh, like some, oh shit, I know mine. Uh, let me guess. Yours is going to be the PSA one, right? No, I wasn't here for that. Okay. That was 78. Uh, the first one that I can think of was San Ysidro, the McDonald's. Really? What shooting. year was that one? Uh, I remember I got... What I remember about that day is that I got in huge trouble at San Diego. Got in huge trouble, and I basically had to stay out of the house because my fucking mom was ready to hit me with a cattle iron. Uh, she was ready to brand me because that's what my mom did. She was violent. No, she didn't. Um, goddamn, eighty-three. I'm thinking eighty-four. Okay, probably uh, might have been. I don't think, I think that was before, God, if, if that came after Padres 84, that'd be pretty bad. Um, but yeah, I mean, Padres, but the San Ysidro, oh man, that was, it was that, God damn Dave, that was just a day and we didn't have CNN or anything at that point. It devastating to, to, to say the least, just absolutely devastating. See that. Okay. So that happened on, um, Happened July, my suck. July eighteenth, nineteen eighty four. So it's happened. the Padres year. Yeah, 20, that, 22 deaths. Twenty two, and all kids. That's a shame. At a McDonald's. Yeah. So, yeah, remembering that, and I, I know all of us. I wasn't here for the PSA, um, but I, I've talked to so many people that were here, and you know that area right over in North Park, man. Yeah. It's, it's crazy if you've been in that little neighborhood. Um. But yeah, I I think that's it. I mean, when you go really impacting, Garve obviously had signed here before yeah. that. But but I just mean impactful thing in this community. Um, that was before the World Series. Yeah, really, really bad. What yeah, about you? That's funny. Um, for me, I moved here in '89. I'd say the first big news story for me would be, I guess, the year the Chargers went to the Super Bowl in uh, what '94 season, '95 yeah. Super Bowl. Um, I was I was thinking bad at first. I wasn't thinking even good stuff. I was thinking bad stuff. I was thinking the Santana shooting that you and I were on there for that yeah, I couldn't have handled smart. it any worse. Do you remember I got in trouble? <laughs> yeah, what'd you do? Yeah, it was always nice that they went to you to be the voice. Well, reason. Jeff and I were doing a fucking, supposed to be doing a sports show, and yeah. all of a sudden there's a Santana high school shooting. But there was one at Grossmont too, right? There was, oh, but I was Grossmont. better on the Grossmont one. The Santana oh, yeah. one, I was terrible. And Dave Sniffs on the other side of the glass, who's our boss, and every time a guest came on, like the the sheriff would come on. Yeah. I always introduce them and I'd say, how you doing tonight? And then Dave Sniff's like hitting the glass. Stop asking everybody how the fuck they're doing. No one's fucking doing good. I could not stop. Even though he was screaming at me. And you'd roll your eyes. You were so fucking disgusted with me. You didn't help me at all. You just look at Dave Sniff going, this fucking guy. God. How many fucking Gideon times? Gideon Rose in here. He's done, he's done it like eight times in a row. You've told him on the first time. Don't ask anybody how they're doing. Nobody's doing good. The football coach was shot. What the fuck? Screaming at me. I'm like, God, dude, I suck at this. You're Ron Burgundy. <laughs> I was Ron the, Burgundy. Stop reading the prompter, you fuck. I was Ron Burgundy, dude. It was so fucking embarrassing and bad. I remember just driving home. Hey, how going, you doing tonight? I have no future in this shit. Did you cry? I, no, I didn't cry. I laughed. Yes, I, I think I laughed, but I was just like, "Oh, that's good." God, I suck. But I remember looking at him, yelling at me, and punching the glass, and you just fucking throwing me under the table, rolling your eyes, and looking at Sniff. This fucking guy. Not one time did you just act like it was okay. Every time I did it, you just like this guy is not good. 
Jesus. I cannot stop doing it. Every guy. Get Dave Scott yeah. here. Yeah, we got a girl who was dead. shot in the spine and is paralyzed, and but we here. got her on the phone. Hey, how you doing tonight? Yeah, Jesus. Mr. Sunshine over here. <laughs> Fucking Tom Berenger over here. Just can't get enough. What are they, what are Dude, it was the worst ever, man. God the worst damn. ever. There's oh. nobody down the hall that can come in right now? Anybody? <laughs> Dude, that's the one thing about Sniff. He never did that shit. He made us always... He should have just fucking given you the hook and put Gene Cubison <laughs> in there. <laughs> like the scene in Airplane. They just pull the captain out by his yeah. shoulders. Get out of yeah. here. Yeah. Anybody, but this fucking asshole. God damn. We could have put the new guy and Chachi in there. They would have at least had a fucking heart. <laughs> Fucking asshole! It was <laughs> so, it was so bad, dude. It was so. Hey, how bad. you doing? It was just like that. So nice to have with us tonight, man. What a terrible day in the world. Uh, people are dying left and right, as you know. Big shark attack down at Mission Beach. Great to have with us the coroner, Paul Rendell. Hey, Paul, how you doing? Well, Dave, I'm not doing well. Uh, I've got the blood of 97 shark bite <laughs> victims on my hand. And uh, smells like I spent all day at the aquarium. Hey, what's your next move if you're AJ Preller? <laughs> Dave, I got to go. All right, thanks. Hey, can we come take a tour? Oh, my Do you have gosh. one of those jackets can I wear for Halloween? Dude, it was so very, people very think similar. I'm the coroner? Oh, my God. It was very similar. Holy shit. By the way, I watched, uh, you said Ron Burgundy. I watched Anchorman 2 yesterday, which I haven't seen in years. And yeah. I was in my head, I always said, this movie was shit. The last fucking 20 minutes aren't great. But, dude, the... Most of that movie is funny as fuck, dude. Is that right? I was laughing my ass off about it, that whole goddamn movie. I have not movie. watched either of those. Are they streaming anywhere? Man, I, you know, it was, just on, it was just on regular TV. I was like, what the fuck? And I was like, I'm not going to watch this shit. I remember it was bad. But, dude, I laughed my ass off through through 90% of that movie, Is I guess. the first one still funny? Yeah, I think so. I love it. Right. And and the remember the station was supposed to be like the the where the Holiday Inn is that circle Holiday yeah. Inn it's not Holiday Inn anymore whatever the fuck it yeah is. We four points yeah four points you're right that was supposed to be where the station was but I was when I pick people up from the airport sometimes they'll go to me hey is that Anchorman yeah. I go yeah that's what they used Do you know what happened in that building no that's where I got my Van McElroy jersey yeah, really? <laughs> that's absolutely true absolutely true what were you doing in there I've never uh, been she, in there in my life yeah she and I. Uh, we were just dating at the time, but we just wanted to do something different and get out. So we rented. I was like, this hotel just looks cool, Dave. I, I wasn't had anything to do with Anchorman. So I go, I'm going to get us a room in this hotel. She goes, all right, that'll be fun. So uh, she and I, obviously, it was before my kids were born or anything else. And so, yeah, we just spent like two nights down there. Had a great time. And, and that's, yeah, that's where she got it. It, no, what's weird is the Holiday Inn went through that phase where they had a well, million they of those, like all of them across yeah. the country. They're and, like, hey, fuck you, Red Roof Inn. <laughs> yeah, we're going 360 Motel, whatever the fuck they're doing. It's so great because in nine steps, you can cover the entire building. <laughs> but then the thing was, you could go upstairs to the bar and like, if you said to the bartender, hey, what's going on? We'll get some skins and some, uh, right? Some calamari. Hey, does this fucking thing rotate, kid? That's right. <laughs> no. <laughs> Go to SeaWorld if you want to rotate. Hey, don't talk to me like that. Oh, my God. That's funny as shit. They, Irving? I remember, <laughs> yeah. Irving, they, I remember they had a hotel like that in Nashville. Yeah. If you ate at the top restaurant in an hour, it went all the way around. Yeah. You could yeah. do it in Chicago, right? Yeah. There's a bunch of them where you go and, and do it. But- yeah, anytime you ask those guys, they were so, why'd you take the job here, dick? You thought it was going to spin. <laughs> Go to SeaWorld. 
Well, I don't want to see any goddamn dolphins. No, the needle spins, you asshole. Hey, you're the asshole. <laughs> uh, uh, all right. So okay. t- two movies Go. I saw that you recommended for me. All right. Let me okay. hear the first one. The first one is Uncut Gems. Yeah. Hated it, dude. I hated it. I would have never been so nervous in my life watching a movie. It's pretty wild, though. He was it, great in it. He was fine. It never stopped. The anxiety, the whole right. fucking movie. What'd you think of the ending? The ending was surprising. But he drove me crazy where I'm like, I don't know anything about gambling and guys Ugh. that that looking for money. But I'm like, it seemed like they were pretty goddamn patient for a long fucking time. I thought Kevin Garnett was great. All right. Let me ask you this. Because you hated it. But if I come to you in six months or a year... Now, your guy watches movies 10 times. I do. I.e. Notting Hill. I don't think I'm watching that one, dude. My heart can't take it. Holy cow, was I stressed out watching that movie. But if I ask you about that movie in a year or two years, right? Yeah. You're going to remember that movie. Yeah. It's impactful. Oh, so I'll, they did I'll their job. It. Yeah, I'll remember it. And and uh, I was really disappointed in The weekend. <laughs> oh, yeah. The, the weekend bangs his girlfriend. Oh, shit. That's so funny, yeah. Dave. Because... Uh, Oh yeah, <laughs> I, I, I was forgetting that was him. No, that's a that's a hard movie. Yeah, but it when it, but it, when it all comes together in the end and the whole thing, it's just one of those movies where we go, dude, right? Yeah. Because exactly. if I go, hey, Liam Nielsen, uh, uh, Liam Neeson, Taken. Yeah, you know, uh, like yeah. what? Yeah. When is kid Taken? Yeah. What happened? Yeah. Right? How come she keeps getting kidnapped? There's like a Taken three. Yeah. Maybe you should stop having kids. <laughs> or get a fucking security system. ADT, but but if I ask the uncut gems in six months, it's like Exorcist, right? Where you go, well, it's not a movie I want to watch all the time. But you'll remember it for sure. But you go, God damn, that movie impacted me. You hear that tubular bells? Oh, yeah. Right? Oh, you know exactly where it comes from. All right, so here's the funny the thing about- Depths of hell. Un- <laughs> uncut gems. In, no joke, the movie's about two hours and 15 minutes long. From yeah. the very first minute, you're stressed out. It never lets up. You are not freaking out. Do you know why that movie freaked me the fuck out? I'm so stupid. I'm going to admit this. I watched the first 15 minutes of that movie, and I hadn't realized that I had bumped something on the remote. So it was playing half a speed too fast. Really? So I thought it was like like this crazy. I was like, why would they film the movie like this? <laughs> Everything's jumping around. and the like the, It didn't impact the speech. Yeah. But like everything was moving, jumping around like the Zapruder film. I go, what the hell's going on here? <laughs> My son walks in and he goes, Dad, I think you hit the... And I go, ah, I want to watch the whole goddamn movie like that. Although it would have been done in about 47 minutes. <laughs> that was short. How long did that run? Well, Dad, you watched it and fast forward. Oh, my right? God. Yeah. What's the other movie you watched? Okay, and this one, since you said it on the air, so many people have said to me, Jeff's 100% right. This is a great fucking movie. So I saw it. Love Actually. Yeah. Didn't like it. Why? That's right up your alley. I saw it the first time when it was God dang the, the Valentine's Day show with all the celebrities in it. it I didn't it, see that. Yeah, Valentine's Day, and they did a New Year's Eve one with all these celebrities, and it all comes together. Okay, let me ask you and this. And fuck you, Sean Walchef. You told me you loved it, too. <laughs> let me ask you about Valentine's Day. Which yeah. one was released first? Um, That's a good question. I'm thinking Valentine's Day came out about 10 years ago. Love actually came out in like 2003, so maybe okay. they stole it. Sorry they that you saw them out of uh, order. It's it's it, what always amazes me about those movies is uh, how do you pay all those celebrities? You know, yeah. like like who's taking the pay cut? Like remember they did Ocean's Eleven, like nobody got paid except George Clooney. Yeah, 
Yeah, you're like, what the hell? And Ocean's Eleven's a great fucking movie. Ocean's Eleven's great, although the uh, original with Sinatra, Peter Lawford, Sammy Davis is fun, but not that great. Ocean's 12 sucked when they went overseas, and then I kind of liked Ocean's 13 when they came back to Vegas. Have you ever seen the um, Ocean's 8 with Sandra Bullock? No. Horseshit. Was it bad? Yeah, it's really bad. I'm not a Sandra Bullock fan. I am. I'm not. I hear she's mean as fuck, dude. Oh. Yeah. I I wouldn't put up with that shit. Hey, Sandy. (laughs) Bullshit. I'll go to the I'll go to the uh, the Globe and tell them what you are. I'll tape record our goddamn calls. Okay, so you're right on this, by the way. Love actually came out first, and then it was Valentine's Day, and then New Year's Eve came out. All right. So you watched two and three. Yeah, I did. And you're blaming number one. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. All right. So I accept your apology. I just still didn't care for it. What do you mean? Well, because you watched two fucking movies that stole the idea. Now you go back and watch the original. Well, I'm not watching either one of them again either. Just you so you will. know. All right. Hey, here's something I went to bring up to you the other day. It was kind of weird. We, I know you and uh, Vita have gone to see Wheel of Fortune in person, right? I did not. Uh, yes. Yeah. Actually, I did see Wheel of Fortune yeah, in person. Because she was a huge fan and you went to go see it. What a pain in the ass. Tell me. What do you mean? We go to Wheel of Fortune. Um, my wife loved it. And so for birthday or Christmas, I got us tickets. So we went up Sony Studios, and you walk in, you go, wow, this is really fun, right? You're in, you're uh, on the set, right? The whole thing, you're checking it out. And then the voice guy, hey, everybody, how are we doing? It's great to have you here. Uh, Just a couple of minutes, Pat and Vanna. And you're like, oh, listen to this fuck face. (laughs) And he goes, uh, Pat and Vanna are going to come out. We're going to walk you through it. And so Sajak comes out. Vanna White comes out. How'd you look? Awesome. Good. Just perfect, right? But Sajak was super cool. Like, interacted like Letterman. When I saw yeah. Letterman, a lot of interaction with the crowd and just talking and yeah. very relaxed. Kimmel did the same thing when we were there. Right. Yeah. Same thing. But I felt like Kimmel, it was really quick, like his interaction with the crowd. It was. As long as, as fast as it took him to put that desk in and the two chairs, it was back to the show. Yeah. yeah. Sajak was really relaxed and just talking to people. And, and uh, but here's the thing that you don't realize when you come in. Listen to that goddamn Wheel of Fortune. Every time they fucking are spinning that wheel, all of us are. They tell you to clap all the time. You're there for three fucking shows. Oh, fuck. (laughs) You're doing my dad by the last one. Yeah. Doing the slow clap. Um, But they were really cool. The the best one, Kimmel was really fun. The, the the best one for me to see live was Letterman. I saw Letterman at Universal Studios on his eighth anniversary show. Oh, that'd be great. There was a shitload of people there. But, that'd be great. But it was the only time we had a chance to see. We, he, he didn't interact with the crowd in that one, but you understood why there's so many fucking people there. You and I went to America's Got Talent Yeah, that's Stern. right. That was pretty cool. That was cool. That was cool to see. Yeah, but uh, we went to Wheel of Fortune. So, yeah, and she walked out and she goes, listen, your heart was in the right place. God damn, we're never doing that again. Yeah, carpal tunnel surgery. <laughs> Why? What do you ask? No, my niece was on Wheel of Fortune on New Year's Day, and she's a oh, yeah. twenty-eight-year-old uh, girl went to San Diego State, and I'm like, okay, I, I get a message from him. Hey, make sure you watch Megan. She's on Wheel of Fortune New Year's Day, so um, put it in my phone because I knew I'd forget. It was the same day Ohio State's playing, Clemson, Alabama's yeah. playing, and um, 
I haven't seen Wheel of Fortune in years. I didn't even know what channel or what time. And then yeah. it's 7 o'clock on NBC here in San Diego. Anyway, so uh, 28 years old, she wins like 56000 bucks. Holy and shit. And a trip to Aruba. And I'm like, what else? So here's, here's the crazy thing. I, I mean, literally, you could put almost everything but the last letter. I still fuck it up. I mean, I'm yeah. so bad at Wheel of Fortune. Are you worse at Wheel of Fortune or Jeopardy? I'm better at Jeopardy. In my Are living, you really? Oh, yeah, in my living room, I'm not bad at Jeopardy. Um, I'm terrible at Wheel of Fortune. So we're sitting there uh, watching, and... It's like uh, the letter P is up, you know, or E or D or whatever's up. And she's like, Johnny Depp. And I'm like, how the fuck did she get Johnny Depp? Right. You know, she had one letter. And yeah. then so it came time for her to play for the big money. And, you know, they put the letters out. And then she mm-hmm. picks a bunch of letters. Fucking does it. Not one of them's up there. Ah. And they go, all right, Megan. Sorry. You notice Vanna's not moving. Yeah, I see. And then they go, okay, go. Navy blazer. And I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> how did, did she, she get it? Dude, she nailed it. And holy I'm like, shit. yeah, she won like 56000 So I was like, holy shit, man. That was crazy. Anyway, it was cool to see yeah. her do it. But I haven't seen that, that show in years. And I know I would suck at it. Remember when uh, that show started and we show our age and you'd be like, I'll take the luggage. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah that's right. And Chuck Woolery yeah. was like, fantastic. That's yeah. $9,000 yeah. <laughs> luggage. I'll take the chandelier. I'll take the chandelier. Like all shit you don't want. I'll take the cooler. Yeah. Think about how much time they fucking wasted yeah. whether what going through that showroom and you're I'll trying to I'll take the in- Mattel television. <laughs> I'll take the 13 inch Zenith TV. Yeah. I'll take the fucking pocket rocket. Whoa. What? I'll take the, the, <laughs> the dude, what's her right. name? Genie Pepper Fleshlight. <laughs> that's right, dude. That's exactly how it went. It did go yeah, that perfect. way. That, that was weird. And You're, then it'd be like, and you have $300 left, and we'll put that on Montgomery Ward gift card. Yeah, that was... <laughs> like, perfect. Dude, that's exactly how it went. You wasted yeah. 50% of that show fucking watching yeah. this asshole trying to pick what he wants. I'll take that RCA dog statue. That's a great one. $25,000. Perfect. What else you got? Johnny, tell her what you want. You want <laughs> shit. Back to you. Back to you, Chuck. You got fucked. <laughs> dude that is exactly it oh my yeah. god that's so fucking funny i haven't thought about that in years yeah marcia you thought you got fucked on the prom well you just got <laughs> fucked on national tv back to you chuck thanks johnny where are you gonna put that rca statue put it right in the fucking trash chuck you fucking asshole you fucking asshole it was always shit it was like how many chandeliers do you need? Yeah. What the fuck? I'll take that shawl. Beautiful. <laughs> 8,000. Take the sleeping bag. <laughs> I'll take the eight pack of ice packs. Dude, anybody our age is laughing their ass off I'll right take now. The that back is so team. fucking funny. Oh, back team's only 1,200. <laughs> right? I'll take that swan. That camera's moving all slow and shit. Fuck. <laughs> Just like, and then, uh, oh, shit. Uh, Chuck, do I still have enough for the trip to Fargo? You sure do. <laughs> take trailways, round trip. <laughs> That's so fucking funny. <laughs> you stay at the Holiday Inn, the circular That's Holiday it. Inn. Fuck yeah. <laughs> and beautiful fucking Carson. <laughs> Jesus. And you'll go live to see the Ben and Wood show. <laughs> Damn, that's funny. Hey, want to mention Brian Curry. Brian Curry is your guy to help you get the house that you want in 2021. If you're looking to buy a house or sell a house, make sure you call Brian Curry. He's going to get you the best deal. Also, he's going to put you in the perfect neighborhood. Brian Curry is your guy. He's the guy that Jeff and I talked about for a long time. He's the best in the business. 619-251-1588. 619-251-1588. 
1588. Funny talk to a couple of buddies today about the benefits of being a homeowner. It's freaking incredible. It really is. It's that it's that feeling you get when you get your high school diploma, your college degree. When you go in, I don't know anything more nerve-wracking than when you are putting your signature on that paper. But all of a sudden, you come in and you go, holy cow, I own this. And you start thinking about the payments. But the payments that you're going to have with Brian in that house are going to be manageable. Because he's not going to let you buy a place that you can't afford. That's not the right place for you, for your family, and for your future. That's why we're so incredibly thrilled to have him as part of our team There's a ton of good neighborhoods in San Diego. And while we look and go, man, Del Mar, Coronado, La Jolla, Rancho Santa Fe, Cardiff. I mean, you think about the absolute crown jewels in this town. There's a ton of them. But I say it all the time, Dave, whether it's South Park or other parts that may not immediately. Kensington, right? Where do you want to go? Where do your kids want to go? Where does your family want to go? Call Brian and he'll find the right house for you. Absolutely. When you get that house, make sure you get that perfect pool. TaylorMade Pools, Alan Taylor standing by. More than 20 years in San Diego. You name it, new equipment, repairs, pool resurfacing, insulation. Brand new pool is great. As Jeff tells you, that 3D technology is awesome because there aren't going to be any mistakes. You're going to get an idea of what your pool looks like, and it's going to be perfect before Alan even starts. 619-449-4452. 619-449-4452. Other day I was talking to a friend of mine, and, and in high school her family had the pool. And we were laughing about how technology has changed because you remember it was kind of that oval pool, and you had the buoys that came across yeah, the middle. that's right. And it was four feet and then five feet and then it was like nine feet. And somebody'd always have two fucking Bartles and James. <laughs> You'd have to shove them under the buoy and get them back in the three foot. <laughs> and I was just saying, I said, We have Alan Taylor and Taylor Made Pools that sponsor our show. And it's insane how gorgeous the pools yeah. can be. Look, I don't know that anything is ever in this country, in this city, in this state, back to the way we remember it just in 2019, the way we remember it a year ago today. So if we are going to spend even more time at home, why not do it right? Go to our website, DaveAndJeffShow.com. Look at that sponsor page uh, and look at what TaylorMade pools have done for so many of your neighbors, so many of your friends. What are you waiting on? Now make that call. Have them come out and turn your backyard, as Dave said, Turn it into a perfect spot for a staycation, especially now. We've uh, turned the page on the new year. You know what's going to happen. Uh, it'll be spring, and then it'll be summer. Santa Ana's will be going yep. on. Dave Scott will be telling us in his black suit, <laughs> going to be hot tomorrow. Uh, be ready for it with that brand-new tailor-made pool. Absolutely. Make sure you call Dan Williams when it comes to figure out your financing. Right now, are you in debt? Do you have a problem with credit? Do you have a problem with basically the way your life is going financially? Make sure you give Dan Williams this call. It's the best call you're going to make to basically give you peace of mind. 858-688-6813. 858-688-6813. Let's buy a home in 2021. Talk to Dan Williams. He'll get you out of the rental market and get you into a brand new house. Yeah, I said it the other day that I found myself in a situation where you had to put $1,300 on the credit card to pay off the catalytic converter. Always nice when that happens three days after Christmas. But because I'm such a believer in borrow smart, repay smart, today I was able to pay it off. Ten days later, paid it off, and you still have money in the bank. And when you look around, you go, okay, uh, Best Buy card, paid off. Car, paid off. Insurance, paid off. Registration, paid off. And all of that is because I followed the steps that I learned, and now Dave mentioned it. 
Uh, one of the goals you look for in 21 is buying that house, right? Buying yep. that perfect house and doing it. Well, I've established my credit. I've paid off my debt. I now have money in the bank. And when time is right to do it, uh, based on the, the things that I learned from Dan, listen, man, I've said it openly. I screwed around. My credit was terrible. But with hard work, smart, a little bit of discipline, I'm now over 800. I couldn't be more thrilled to be there. And you can be there too. Call Dan, get your finances in order so that when the time is right, Biden's getting sworn in two weeks from today. There are supposed to be a lot of incredible opportunities for first-time homebuyers. Make sure you have the chance to call in, uh, cash in. Call Dan, 858-688-6813. Jeff just mentioned the website, how great our website is, DaveAndJeffShow.com. Kyle Fluger did it for us. He's fantastic. He can help you build a website. He can also fix your website. Again, right now, a lot of people are trying to figure out how to make money. Make sure you call Kyle Fluger. Let him walk you through the process. And again, let him do it for you. 619-500-6621. 619-500-6621. I tell you what, man. It, it, good websites are incredibly nice, and they remind us uh, how much technology has changed. And then you have other sites that are so frustrating uh, my kids sent a present to a friend of ours. Uh, that item should have tracking, and the fucking tracking hasn't updated in two weeks. Wow. And, you know, my kids are 13. They kicked in uh, birthday money, 60 bucks a guy. This item is supposed to show up, I don't know, maybe tomorrow or maybe in 2022. And it's just goddamn well, horrendous. Some asshole I know closed a bunch of uh, postal stations. Yeah, right? How'd that work out? <laughs> So I'll tell you this, and I'll say it for my my sons, too. We know what the website is, and we'll never do it again. So now we sweat it out. We hope that the item arrives and it shows up well, but we'll absolutely never go back there. Now you go, all right, it's only one customer, big deal. But um, remember I told you how horseshit Jerome's is? Yeah. It's fucking horrendous. My ex-wife has a couch where the cushion went out in February of last year. And goddamn Jerome's has done nothing. You know what these fuckers did? And I have no problem ripping them because they treated us great. These fucking guys sent her a $5 Starbucks gift card. Hey, sorry for the headache. Shut the fuck up. $5 wow. Starbucks gift card. So I told her, you know what you do? You get on to fucking Yelp and rip the fuck out of them. You go on to the BBB, rip the fuck out of them. And now all of a sudden, a year later, Jerome's wants to help. Sorry, man. Uh, that's bullshit. And they should be fucking embarrassed how they're doing and if you're going in there i almost bought a bed from them thank god i didn't who knows they'd be calling me right now going and i get it everybody gets it it's covid delays businesses are shut down you fucking send somebody a five dollar gift card bullshit she'll never buy anything from jerome's again and you go okay well bunk beds were bought there two beds were bought there couches about there, dining room table coffee table and oh by the way my ex-husband has a podcast that 19 million people download every yeah. week. I might have go. that number off. You hear that, Jerry? You hear that, Jerry? Get your fucking shit together, kid. Send the girl her cushion. That fucking, and get a little bass in your voice. God damn, you're from San Diego. You're not from Newport. Hey, guess what, everybody? We got our new ping pong table in. Well, a lottie fucking da. <laughs> Get that girl or cushion. So when your website sucks and your customer service sucks, people get pissed. If yours sucks, uh, do something about it. Hey, we'll try to get that cushion to you. Bullshit.
lot of you fucking die. Oh, that's funny. Who Damn was it. the guy? Remember one night we got mad? Was it Dean? Who did I say owed us a public apology? I think it was Dean. Almost got you fired. We only worked like 80,000 days in a row. And you were you were fucking jet lagged from flying from New York to Philadelphia and then coming back. Holy shit. And then we had to drive out to Paula Casino. Yeah, with Horton. And you were all mad at Rick Roberts bitching about the red light cameras. And you go... He lives on a boat. What, and I go, what the fuck does that have to do? So what? He still has to drive to the boat? I remember that. I was like, he lives on a boat. What the fuck is like, he well, complaining he about? drive the boat in. Dude, all of us were so tired oh and my so God. fucking angry. But I was just going to joke and say, Jerry owes us a public apology. And I'm like, who the fuck did I say that about? It was Dean. Forget <laughs> producing a horseshit product. <laughs> I remember that Dave Smith came. Even a Charger in. fan. Yeah, Dave Smith. Like, Sniff dude, came. you're gonna get me killed. Their business partner. I was like, ah, it was just for the show. Thanks for listening. <laughs> you told your boss. Thanks for listening. <laughs> Jesus Christ! I swear to God, I was just gonna fuck around and be like, Jerry owes everybody in San Diego public apology. I'm like, oh shit, I did that bit one time. Almost got me killed. <laughs> Dude, when you think of those shows at Paula Casino, what's the first memory you Playing think of? Playing Cleopatra. I made a shitload of money oh on a God. game I had no idea how to play. Dude, I tell you what I remember. The show, let's say, started at 7 or 6. I don't know when yeah. the fuck it started. And fucking you and I are like at the table getting ready to do the show in about 30 minutes. But we're like yeah. writing notes down. And man, all of a sudden, here comes Horton. It was like an egg salad sandwich. No, no, no. He's sprinting. He's sprinting through the casino and there's a guy chasing him. Do you remember that? Because he played blackjack and he didn't understand why you don't take a hit and how you fucked up the rest of the table. And that dude was trying to kick his ass. Do you remember yes. that? He's running for his life, dude, right before the show. That guy wanted to kill him. And then there was that Asian guy every time he wanted- Who let the dog out? You're right. He would stand up on the Play chair out. and yell, yell out, who let the dog out? Singular. <laughs> but I'm like, Horton's running like he's playing tag, like Duck Duck Goose. Sprinting through that fucking casino because that guy was going to kill him. There were like four different nights I made like 200 yeah, bucks you playing did. that Cleopatra you always game. did. And I, had no, I still have no idea. All I knew <laughs> was that I was playing like 16 lines at like a dollar a time. Yeah. And I and it would go ding, 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 ding. And then I'd get all this bonus shit. Yeah. I don't know. God, those machines were loose. <laughs> all I know is every time we went out there, every Monday night, it seemed like that drive was further and further. Further and further. But I feel like out there... Okay, I may, um, I got it. I feel like telling an Ello story. You want another Ello story? Yeah, I love it. Um, well, let me start with Paula. I feel like when we went out there, I felt like they fed us really well. They did. We had. They, Where did we eat? They had the they had the restaurant inside. It was like for us, it was free, and that was it, right? Yeah, we was ate. It, we ate our asses. it was a buffet before we did the show. We always ate. All right, here's the yellow story. And then they would tell you, hey, be careful driving out. A lot of people die on this road. Remember they would tell us all the time. time. See you next week, we hope. Um, So I always think about this. The Darren Sproles year against uh, when Sproles scores the touchdown against Indianapolis. And uh, because I stole the Jack Buck line. Because Darren Sproul scores, and it's like, we knew the playoff game if they won was Saturday night. So I was like, we'll see you Saturday night. Nobody got it. <laughs> but I loved it. So it was me and uh, Brandy 
from promotions. Remember Brandy? She married uh, Biscotti. That's right. Brandy Perez. Fucking nicest girl in the world. So we would go out to Paula Casino. And I'm telling you guys, here's the thing that nobody understands. These radio bits, and, and nobody does this anymore. When we did viewer parties out at Paula, hey, come join us at Paula or come join us at, uh, you know, Navy football at, at one of those bars in PB. Dude, that's 300 bucks in my pocket yeah. every fucking week, right? So I had little kids. So I would go Saturday, do college football. That's 300 bucks. And Paula Casino's another 300. Like, it, yeah. to sit there for three fucking hours. Yeah. So I think this is 08. Charger football and Paula Casino. Uh, we do viewing parties in the V Lounge. And same thing, Dave. We could go up. God, they'd feed us like kings. We'd hang out and we played uh we played cornhole. They had that's what it was. We had cornhole tournaments all day, and we'd have signed jerseys, shit from the Chargers would give us a uh, giveaway. And then I'd do raffles and you know, tell people to listen to our show. Huh? Who? <laughs> and uh <laughs> It was just goddamn great. Well, I would do the even weeks. Ella would do the odd weeks. Yeah. When you got out there to the V Lounge, you know, a lot of the people that were hanging with you were tribal members. Yes. And at that time, I was in the casino management program at San Diego State. So I was talking to a lot of them and saying, hey, help me out because I got this test coming up. And they, they were just incredibly great to me. Fucking Ella. Goes out there, and he's doing a cornhole tournament. And I I don't know verbatim what he said, but he tries to make some joke. Hey, hey, baby, this, this, this about whoever. And he jokes about a fucking tribal member. Oh, fuck. They fucking ran him out yeah, of there. I remember this, and you got all of them. And I got all of them. <laughs> so Elo got run like week four. Yeah. So I, they're like, hey, uh, there's been a little change. Can you do this every week? So I said to my wife, I'm like, hey. And she's, uh, she's like, fuck, 300 yeah. goes a long way. So especially, you know, it's like extra 36 hours. It's gone from like noon to four. She goes, no, fuck, take it. Good. So you know me. I'm like, what the hell happened? So then I go in the next week, right? So because... I'm like, I'm only out for myself, like fucking Scott Hall. <laughs> I just immediately make my way to the tribal people. Hey, I'm really sorry for what happened. And I hope you don't feel like what happened last week's a reflection of everybody at the radio station. We would never feel that way. <laughs> and I said, well, thank you very much. And Brandy's like, oh, my God. <laughs> I'm like, I may need these fuckers to write me a letter of reference. But I did. They were yeah. so. I he, need these fuckers. <laughs> I need a letter of reference. Goddamn, Ello meant nothing. He was just goofing around. It's really? not like, like when he said that he going, was going to blow up Pitco yeah. Park. Chris Ello's lighting the fuse Monday at noon. <laughs> if they trade Jake Peavy, I'm going to rent the U-Haul and blow up that park. Chris Ello's on a roll. You better not trade his pitcher, or you're going to need EMTs at 10th and Imperial. <laughs> Chris Hello lights the fuse tomorrow at noon on Extra. Oh, that's a great promo. That's a great promo. Yeah, that was, in my opinion, a terrorist threat. <laughs> it was. It was Oklahoma City. It's fucking guy. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody heard it except me. I was the one guy in San Diego listening. 
<laughs> it was. Fuck, dude. Jesus. Hey, by the way, I got a COVID test today. How'd that Not go? because I need testing for COVID that I needed it. It was uh, I was just having asthma problems this week. So they go, hey, why are you here? Do you want a COVID test? I go, yeah. Did you go. do it yourself or did they no, do no, it? No, they did it this time. They did it. How, it, how'd that go? It was easier when they did it than when I did it. When I did it, I think I went way further than that. I, did I know too. I did. Did your eyes start watering? Not not that bad. Oh, it, mine did. Okay, so here's a funny thing is I was talking to our friend Christy right before they did oh, it. And yeah. she goes, you better not cry like Jeff. <laughs> I did. I admit it. I have nothing to say. So, One of my closest friends, a doctor, and she had it where they just fucking went. Yeah. Ray Victory on her. Just <laughs> fucking... And uh, she took it like a champion. Yeah. I told her, I go, this fucking thing was like an eighth of an inch in. I'm like, I'm fine. <laughs> so they, they did it different than when I did it. When I did it, they did, but when, when I did it, they did both nostrils, or I did both yeah, nostrils. Yeah, that's what I had to do. This one was, first they did my throat. What'd okay? they do there? They did like a throat culture thing, like when they check for strep throat. Yeah, I can imagine what they had checked Which is with terrible. You. And I'm like, Panama red. I know, first thing I'm thinking is Lisa Ann handles this like a champ. God I'm like damn, a, every day. I'm ready to throw up. Um. And then, and then, <laughs> and then she doesn't hear it. And then they do, uh, they do my left nostril, and yeah, it wasn't comfortable, but it was better than when I did. Fucking did it. But did they go super far or not no, that far? Didn't feel that bad. Just kind of went around, and then yeah, and done. hold it for fifteen, right? Um, no, it it was much faster, dude. So well, when I did it, it was one, two, three, yeah. hold it for yeah, fifteen. Me too. And then other side, one, two, three, hold it for yeah. fifteen. This was Kaiser where I did it. Okay. Which you keep hearing these lines are fucking ridiculous, but if you if you belong to Kaiser, make an appointment. You're already a member. They're gonna get you right in. I mean, it was nothing. I did it in a parking structure. I, I, I was in and out in a second. Man, never got out of my car. I know there are many people that apparently have had terrible experiences with Kaiser. I I've had none. I They've been neither great. Have we. We've had no problems. Yeah. So I I I'm not. I'm sorry for anybody that yeah. had headaches, but yeah, I get emails and. I get constant emails from them saying, hey, we'll let you know when you're ready to go for, they have all my details, yeah. and they're like, when you're ready to go for the vaccine, we'll let you know, we're getting closer, and, and we'll email you, and we'll set you up. I'm like, fuck yeah, man. So the funny thing is I called them today, and I said, all right, I got two things. One is I have asthma issues, so I, yeah. I, just, I just know I need an antibiotic to clear up my chest. Second one is I go, my right elbow is killing me. Like, I can't even brush my teeth with my right arm. Yeah. And I said, I think I, I don't think it's tendonitis. I think I like tore something on my elbow. Okay. And so uh, they go, well, let's figure out the COVID test and then call us back and we'll get someone to see. I'm like, my arm's killing me, dude. Nonstop for six weeks. It's fucking, I'm dying. So uh, they wouldn't do anything for my fucking, I just want a goddamn cortisone shot. I hope they put you in that big arm brace. Walk around (laughs) looking like Drew Brees. Dude, no shit, right? Um, yeah, so fucking, I'm like, God dang, man, I, I don't want to have surgery on my elbow. Oh, be I don't great. want Tommy John. <laughs> you the, do, right. What the, what the hell? I'm like the guy in The Rookie. We'll have soft filling. Yeah, I'm like Jim Morris, fucking trying to make a comeback <laughs> and shit. Yeah, I don't know what the fuck, but yeah, my God dang arm is fucking killing me. Um, Anyway, it, but I had the COVID. It, was, it wasn't bad. The COVID test wasn't too bad. So, uh, um, all right, here we go. How old are they and how much are they worth? We only got three people on January 6th. We're going to start off with Eric Trump because I told you it was his birthday. Oh, God, that's right. Eric Trump, is he uh, 45? 37. God, there's no that. way. He's 45. <laughs> uh, I'm going to say he's $200 million. All right, so here's the deal. Every Trump kid is worth the exact same. I looked up every kid. Interesting. It says they're all worth $25 million. Really? Every single kid has $25 million. Okay. That's the way it's supposed to, that's the way it's set up. Wow. All right. Kate McKinnon from Saturday Night Live. Really funny, but I think if you She's were like on a ride with girl. 
But if you want to ride with her from here to Santa Barbara, are you laughing the whole time or at the point are you like, hey, I'm going to need you to take it down? Dude, I think I'm laughing. The fact that she so does too. Giuliani, I think it's hilarious. <laughs> she does. The thing that fucking kills me with her, remember when she was doing Bieber? Yes. She does Bieber great. <laughs> I think you're right. I always ask that, but I think you're right. I think she's one where you're like, dude, this chick's fucking nails. Um, let's say she's 31. 37. Really? 37. Uh, $10 million. Close, dude. $9 million. Yeah, she's cool. I like her. $9 million. All right, here we go. Last one. Julie Chen. Julie Chen. God, you know she's just fucking swiping left. She's so sick of Leslie. Julie Chen is a very doable 59. 51. Oh, God. Her stock just went through the roof. <laughs> She's married to that old saggy balls. I think she's uh, $16 million. It, Okay, now here's her money, okay? It's her yeah. money only. $16 million is what it says. Dude, she, you know Les the, was paying her for oh, the talk. Yeah. Right. And, she, was she big brother? Yeah, she was. Yeah. yeah. I guarantee you she has a shitload of money. Right? I think she's cool, too. Yeah, everyone says she's cool. She seems like it. She was great on, wasn't she on Stern one time? Um, I don't remember her hearing her on Stern. Stern's been all replays this week, right? No, he's back live. Okay, he's back live. All right. Yeah, he's back. So, uh, all right, she's sixteen million. Here we go. Five random, and I mean random questions. They're all, all over right, the place. I'm ready for it. Okay, first one's easy. Who wins the college football national championship game on Monday? Can't wait. It's going to be such a great night for the Buckeyes. Fuck that. Come on. <laughs> Come on. I'm all in. Roll tide. All right. Uh, would you rather? Are we here? We're here Monday night. Yeah, we're right? here Monday, but the okay. game starts like at five. It could oh, be yeah, over we'll by be the fine. time you get here. All right. Would you rather be tased or maced? Oh, oh, God, that's really. I almost just spit that out. Uh, God, I think anybody who's ever cooked with jalapenos, you've got that jalapeno juice in your eye. Yeah, and it's fucking miserable, but you get over it. I, I think it maced. Really? I'd say take taste. Mace seems like a nightmare. The problem, like, if they you get They say guys who get mace start throwing up. Yeah, but dude, you get tased, and you're going head first down to the fucking pavement. Now you got a concussion. You might piss yourself. Yeah, oh, God, right? <laughs> <laughs> Look at all wet pants over here. Yeah, they film it. Like, not really many. There's not really many videos of you getting maced. Did you see the girl from Tennessee get maced today? No, I didn't uh, see anything. All right, so the girl, it was embarrassing. She's from Knoxville. So she uh, she gets maced. She walks. She get, the guy goes, what happened? Well, I got two feet into the into the Capitol building, and then they pulled me out, and then they maced me. <laughs> and she's like, you know, what the hell? All I was doing was riding. Well, you're a trespasser. Yeah. You deserved it. You had it coming. Where are you from? Knoxville, Tennessee. Nice. I'm like, Big shot. Jesus. <laughs> I'm like, look at this girl. Couldn't, she's sitting there crying, wearing a yeah. piano scarf like Mike Damone. And yeah. fucking fast oh times at Richmond High. Oh, my God. <laughs> look, look at this dumb shit. What the hill Billy Virgin say? Get off me, Paul. You're crushing my smokes. <laughs> All right. All right. Have you ever been invited to a threesome? You asked me this a couple Did of I weeks really? ago. Yeah, this one's already come up. No. Okay, me neither. All right. I'll be honest with you, I have no desire. No. It's too hard with one person. Yeah. <laughs> No desire to be part yeah, of Yeah, because you'd go and you'd be like, hey, if the other guy's Randy West, you're like, yeah. I can hang in that room. Then all of a sudden, fucking, I don't know, Ray Victory shows up. You're like, uh-uh, uh no. No, if you ever had two girls in, in you as well. Yeah, I'm no, like, okay, nothing. Okay. Across the board. 
It's funny. Is a friend of mine says he's, what? Uh, it's funny. I can't mention names. I I actually. All right. So tell me this. Tell me if this works. So I have two very close friends. Yeah. Who before I got married, they said it was gonna be go time as my uh, bachelor party, and we were together, and they were like, absolutely. Before you get married. We're going to do that. We're going to go. And then it didn't happen. It was going to be two girls and you? Yeah, these two. Okay. These two girls that, I knew, that I've known since high school, that I've been friends with for 30 years. So wow. I, it didn't, but they were 100% yeah. in. They're like, oh, yeah, we're going. And so it was But you be, were, knowing you, you're like, no way, right? Oh, with those two in a minute. <laughs> Even go though you're engaged, <laughs> you wouldn't have done it. Oh, that's right. No, I wouldn't. Have. Yeah, that's what I mean. There's no way you would have done it being engaged. No, I don't think. Yeah, no, I don't think, like, I think it was just kind of in general terms, yeah. like, hey, before, before, I think this was, it's had to be, you're right, yeah. it's had to be, and I'm not just saying it to cover, I'm divorced, um, this was before her, but we were out one night, and yeah. they were like, yeah, if you ever get married, it'll be the two of us and you, and then we'll go. Nice. So, it, well, it didn't have, have those two girls ever hooked up when no, you weren't around? Okay. No, but it's funny. I mentioned it to both of them, and they die laughing. They're like, oh, yeah, we should have fucking done that for you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you should have. Yeah, so I don't know if that's... The that haze out of the barn. Yeah, I don't know if that technically counts, because, but it was those two. And they don't deny it now. Yeah. They were like, oh, yeah, that would have... But they're both married, and so whatever. <laughs> Good girls. <laughs> whatever. A buddy of mine was telling me, because he's with this girl, he goes, she's smoking hot, and he goes... Yeah. 30 minutes in. And now, now, hey, look, 30 minutes seems like a long fucking time yeah, to me. Yeah, of course. And he goes, he goes, man, because I'm, I'm stopping. He goes, I always keep water next to the bed. He goes, i got to yeah. stop for a water break. And she's like, what are you doing? Yeah. What are you doing stopping? Dude, you know what's And he goes, happen. you know what? He goes, I'm the guy doing all the work. Mm. You're just laying there like a sack of potatoes. That's bad. I'm That's fucking, a bad review for him. Yeah. I'm, 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 yeah. What, what do you mean more? Beat to shit. <laughs> Needs a Gatorade. Yeah, good God. Good God, woman. <laughs> he needs the whole, uh, the guy coming out of the closet with the big Gatorade tumbler yeah. poured it on his fucking head. Needs yeah. fucking uh, Duke to throw the towel in. <laughs> needs to tell her paid by the job, not by the hour. Let's go. Fuck, Sports Center's on. Bad bets. All right, here we go. This one, I, I have no answer for myself, but here's a question for you. See how fast you, you react. I okay. can ask it a couple different ways. Which character from a movie are you most like? Oh, that's really funny. Uh, probably fucking Tommy Boy. <laughs> I'll stay with that answer. I fucking watched that movie the other day. It's so good. It's so great. Do you He's watch just, it with your kids? Yeah, we Do love, they love it. it. It's we so fucking it. good. Yeah, dude, that's 100%. Uh, Tommy Boy is so fucking... Every time I watch it, I laugh my ass off, yeah, dude. You're oh, like, my God. You're brick. Oh, my God. Dude, I, I, might be, I might be brick. I think Ernie's brick. But Ernie's when, brick. Oh, my God, dude. Yeah. He's like, and we take no... <laughs> yeah, dude, we that's take, it. We don't take no shit from anybody. No, we don't take no for an answer. <laughs> yeah. Damn, why can't I remember? Well, you can stick your head up a butcher's <laughs> ass. Dude, it's such a good movie. Dude, yeah, 100%. Oh, I'll my god, stay with that one. That, that's a good one. I love it, man. I couldn't think of one. I, I, okay, so if you could be a character in any movie, who would you be? That was oh, going to be the way I was going to react. I was going to ask it if you couldn't get it. Oh, I like that one, too. Oh, fuck. Where are you going with that one? Dude, I don't know. <sighs> Fucking Dirk those, Diggler? Yeah, Dirk Diggler. Um, dude, I don't know. For you, I said, as soon as I thought of the question, I go, dude, it has to be Tom Cruise in one of these Mission Impossible movies. Oh, right? Yeah. 
God damn, I'd fall right down the step, break an ankle. <laughs> Ruin the whole series. Dude, you could be Albert Brooks in broadcast news. <laughs> T-shirt tech knows. Isn't Albert Brooks one of those guys where you go, how in the fuck did he make it, right? Yeah. God dang it. Like, who's Dude. the guy? Hold on. Who's who's uh, who's the old Jewish comedian? Um, Mel Brooks? No, not Mel. God, dude. I think Mel Brooks is overrated as fuck, too. Um, Jackie Mason? Jackie Mason. Most overrated <laughs> fucker Ever. of all time. Ever. Him and Buddy Hackett. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no shit. Jackie Mason is to acting in movies as fucking Bob Dylan is to music. Yeah, another overrated yeah. guy. Um, dude, you know who I would be if I could be one guy in a fucking movie? Marty Funkhauser. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Right? I love it. Dude, Marty Funkhauser is it. the greatest. That's my guy. If that's I could be one guy, I'll take him. That's a great call. All right, so we're back on Monday night, everybody, right? All right, we'll be back Monday. Stay safe. Uh, be careful out there. And then, yeah, we'll see you back here Monday night. Perfect. Bye.